right now, everybody, everybody see the first thing you see is Stephen A. Smith going, Well, well, you gotta get a point guard. You gotta get a point guard. And then he mentioned a couple of people. He he goes on and said, Chris Paul. Well, there's only oh. one Chris Paul that ever played. And the Chris Paul that we just saw that was 37 years old fell off a cliff that was huge. And so you I, I don't think you're looking at him. What point guard is out there that you're going, wow, this guy will make you better? I mean, you tried with Kimba. You had Kimba as your point guard. Well, that didn't work for you. And then you got a defender. And look what happened to you. Again, you were you were that close. I think if there's one thing that pissed me off, I think it was, well, it kind of made, it, it made me laugh when I saw Steph Curry do like this. When he said, night-night Celtics. But what really pissed me off about it. He took a picture with the MVP trophy with it. No, well, not even that. What really pissed me off, there's a picture going around. I have to send it to you. We'll put it on the, uh, we'll put it out here. Was a picture of James Worthy. Oh, yes. Celebrating his team that didn't, oh, yeah, the other team. Yeah, well, what a hater. What a damn hater. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. You got to think of one thing that this team needs right now is missing that could help them for next season. What's that one thing? Well, they have to kind of give a couple of things. One, they're going to have to prove their, their bench. Uh, I know, uh, I think Neesmith went out, his exit, he went out and said, hey, I'm a great shooter. Well, phenomenal shooter, actually. Uh, phenomenal. Okay, and then <laughs> how, did you, how, did you, how did you feel about that? That line? I was surprised. I was I was surprised. Uh, I, I I like the confidence, but it's one of those things where I I would rather him show it and then back it up after the fact. You know what I mean? <laughs> A little premature, in my opinion, uh, especially because he was asked about summer league, and it felt like he was like like he he was. Like, we had him back into a corner. He was just avoiding it. He wouldn't flat out say if he's going to go or not. But I, I don't know either way. It's, I think I'm like, I, well, wait a minute here. So where are we going to see this phenomenal shooting? But, yeah, I was surprised that he's that, that Aaron something, said that. Something, something's have to do something there. They have to uh, get some more veterans, I think. And I think they'll get those, especially when you're talking about a team on a run towards the championship. You can get the auto porters of the world. Auto porter came in on a um, NBA minimum to play for Golden State. Mm-hmm. And when you get a guy Celtics, like that. So they have the mid-level. They have the mid-level. Those, those are the things that the Celtics yeah. going to have to acquire. I mean, you gave those draft picks away for Derek White. Derek White was good. He, he got to help yeah. you get there. Uh, but when, when those lights came off, after the second game, after the, after the first game, I don't think we really saw that much more of Derek White. Yeah, that's true. We, we really didn't see that much of him knocking down shots, being that a guy, being aggressive, making steals. And it, it just it, it just boiled down to the Celtics kind of get just they, they ran out of cards to play. I mean, you had Tatum, you had Brown. You had Tatum, you had Brown, sometimes smart. Al Horper was sticking there. I think the thing the Celtics didn't do enough in, in the last game, in game number six, I don't think they used Al enough. They Al tried was, a lot. They tried in the Al first half. They, they were giving it to him inside. No, they did not give it to him. But inside. then they stopped. They, they were stopped. The, the first play of the game, that's what they did. Yeah, they, and then they did it again. And yeah, then they first play of the game, and then they stopped. And they stopped, you, yeah. you had a chance 
to go out and get another foul on Clay, and you never did because Al essentially stood out in the corner and you did not find him. And yeah. uh, because of that, I think it really hurt your cause. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. But yeah, th- that was a part of this of this whole run too. That was that was remarkable seeing Al just reach another level in the playoffs with, with all his experience and with with everything that he was. You know, the, the storylines going into the NBA Finals, man. Like it was one of those uh, people were rooting for him, whether you're a Celtics yeah. fan or not. Now yeah. he yeah. was he was he was rooting. That's who he was. Everybody was like rooting for that movie, you know. Rudy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The classic. Al, Al was Rudy. I mean, he played with aggression. He played with passion. And you can look at every one of those series he played in, be it, be it the series playing against Brooklyn. Then you would think of times when he was so dominant uh, against Milwaukee, the dunk that he had on Giannis. Mm. Then you, you go to Milwaukee, and you mean, you excuse me, you go to Miami. There were many times he was dominant in that series, making plays. And then you got into this championship series. Game one, Al, was unbelievable. And the then Celtics, game, the team especially. Game, Al was unbelievable. I think yeah, maybe it was another game. Al was pretty good, but they didn't use stuff for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I just felt like they were – he made – gave the offense a lot of freedom to sort of figure things out. And, and when it came against the Golden State Warriors, it's just a lot of people just didn't show up, in my opinion. That, I mean, after game one, it was it, it was a bit of a back and forth. But then once once the, once the Warriors got those back-to-back games, like you said, it they, they, they took a lot from the Celtics, in my opinion, in terms of momentum and, and, and the confidence. But listen, this is the one thing we all have to remember, especially uh, – People watching and these Celtics fans that are you know, beside themselves don't know what to do and they're really upset. This was always going into it was always going to be an evaluation year, you know, not a bridge year, right? A lot more people saying that. I said, wait a minute, no, no, no. We we have a good idea of what we got here, but with Brad Stevens in his new position with the new head coach, we have to see how they how everything was going to mesh, and it meshed pretty damn well. It took a while. <laughs> it took about about half a season or so, but when they turned around, man, this was the this is the most incredible turnaround I've, I've seen ever in the NBA. I mean, I mean, you look at this team and you said, it were, in the Eastern Conference, at one point, they were tied. I mean, tied for what, ninth, 10th place? 10th place. Ten. So, so you look at them, what they did, it's like, oh, my God, there's no way that you think right. that they could not have been better or did what they needed to do. Two games under 500. Remember that? Two oh, yeah. games under 500. Yeah, you know? I, I get it. I mean, I, I get exactly what you're saying. It just, But then all of a sudden it clicked. Marcus Smart was running the offense. Rob Williams was the anchor on the defensive end. Then you had Al playing well. You had Tatum and Brown shooting it. But then you had other guys stepping up. Grant had a – Grant Williams had a really good year until the finals. Yeah. Until the, he was phenomenal until the finals. Until the finals, until yeah. That, and they really his- needed him in that series, Max. Yeah. They needed him in a big Is way. That's going to be his evaluation. Pritchard was really good against Miami, knocking down shots. Mm-hmm. You couldn't evaluate him in, in, in the championship series. And White played great in the first game. And I thought he was decent defensively for the rest of them. But offensively, he was nowhere to be found after yeah. game one. So there was a lot of holes and gaps and you say all that and you were two games from winning the championship two, two games. games 
two games, and yeah. you were ahead on these guys going up two one. Had them in the third, had them in the fourth game, and then just let the rope go to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but either he's either gonna make them or break them, right, Max? Yeah. And it sounds like you're on the side that you think it's gonna it's gonna make them, right? Because uh, you don't want to blow this thing up, right? You're, you're not buying into the craziness uh, of people saying uh, whether it was trade Marcus or. Uh, I haven't heard the break the Jays up yet. They haven't revisited that yeah. conversation. But who knows? Who knows? One day, one day, maybe people will get their wish, and Marcus Smart will be gone, and then you'll really see what you actually miss, Marcus. And I don't know. And I'll I'll go with you. And you talked about you talked about uh, what's happening over there in Fenway tonight. Oh, that's right. That's right, Manny. Oh, my guy. Manny, Manny, Manny Ramirez. Again, I'm thinking about it. Is who has been more villainized in the city, Marcus or Manny? Mm, Manny, Manny for sure. Marcus was on his on his on his way until the, until the turnaround though. Mm-hmm. But probably mm-hmm. Manny. Yeah. So I mean that that's a whole another thing that you look at. But he's in the right, Red Sox Hall of Fame. Shout out to Manny. Right now, everybody hey, see the first thing you see is. Stephen A. Smith going, well, well, you got to get a point guard. You got to get a point guard. And then he mentioned a couple of people. He he goes on and said, Chris Paul. Well, there's only oh. one Chris Paul that ever played. And the Chris Paul that we just saw that was 37 years old fell off a cliff that was huge. And so you, I, I don't think you're looking at him. What point guard is out there that you're going, wow, this guy will make you better? I mean, you tried with Kimba. You had Kimba as your point guard. Well, that didn't work for you. And then you got a defender. And look what happened to you. Again, you were you were that close. I think of this one thing that pissed me off. I think it was, well, it kind of made, it, it made me laugh when I saw Steph Curry do like this. When he said, night-night Celtics. But what pissed me off He took a picture with the. But what really pissed me off about it. He took a picture with the MVP trophy with it. No, well, not even that. What really pissed me off, there's a picture going around. I have to send it to you. We'll put it on the, uh, we'll put it out here. Was a picture of James Worthy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Celebrating his team that did it. Oh, yeah. The other Yeah, well, what a hater. What a damn hater that is. The classic yeah. line. I, 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 root for, no I root for the you Lakers and anybody else who could beat the Celtics. That's, the, oh that's, that's how he lives. You can't be more of a hater right now than James Worthy was for that. That's crazy. You know he didn't want the Celtics to get another title. Come oh. on, like, that would have hurt. Things it's are looking bleak. Them. Things are bleak right now in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, I think that they're trying to find a way, but what is their way? What yeah, I was going to say, what's your what's your take on the Bradley Beal, the Bradley Bradley Beal report? How, how how does that work? How is Bradley Beal getting there? Well, <laughs> wait a minute. Let me see. What what do the Lakers have that you want if you are if you're Washington? Who do you want? Only one I think you want right now. If you are Washington, you say okay. If, if you're doing that, then we'll take um, Anthony Davis. And then what does that do? Where's yeah. where's that? Where does that put you if you got? I don't know. That's the, got, that's the report. If you have Bill and and your guy back together again, reunited. How, how does that? How does that Westbrook? How does that work out? If you get those oh, two, I mean, if you're the Lakers, you got. How can you even make that happen, Justin? That's what I'm saying. 
Yeah. You don't have you we'll don't see. have you don't have the assets to make that happen. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you get a third team involved, but then who's what what's in it for them, you know? I don't know. That that'll be third team involved to give the Lakers Bradley Beal. <laughs> to help them get Beal, yeah. That, I, I don't even know how that how that's possible. And and, and you look at the Lakers right now, and, and a lot of people right now, Vegas right now, favoring the Celtics right now is a team that's going to compete for the championship next year. Odds are, odds, odds are with them. But if you look at the Lakers, man, the, what they're going to have to climb through over there, Phoenix is going to be back. Understand that. Everybody said, oh, there was no super team in the NBA this year. Wasn't the Phoenix Suns, weren't they a super team? I mean, they won 62, 63 games. And then you look at – I don't at, know if I call them a super team, though. What, if you, who else won 60 games this year? Nobody. Yeah. Well, Nobody. I think when people hear super team, they, they're expecting, you know, three, like, surefire, surefire Hall of Famers, you know, something like that. But, uh, yeah, it was just saying. Well, I mean, you look at, look at the guys they have right now. Chris Paul is going to be a Hall of Famer, right? No doubt. No question. And then you you look at their shooter. Is he going to be one? Eventually, if he keeps shooting that Devin place, Booker. Devin Booker. He's on, he's on pace to be one. He's on pace to be one. I mean, but then you get all those other, those ancillary pieces that go along with it. You know, yeah, the that, ones that the Celtics need. Yeah, that's a good point yeah. because the yeah. Suns have plenty of those. Yeah. Suns have plenty of those guys that can shoot the ball and defend Bridges. Kyle Bridges, you know, the guy. Cameron Payne can get can get hot. So, yeah. So so yeah, Phoenix had a, a really good team and they got beat they, they got beat worse than anybody, I think, ever to play in that kind of a seven game series and playing at home. That was, well that's a good that's a good point, Max, because for for a little bit, people people thought that the Celtics were were, all, were along the same line, right? Of having that depth, having these homegrown pieces that could complement Tatum and Brown. But after seeing what you saw in the NBA Finals, how do you feel about that? Those guys, right? The Grant Williamses and the Peyton Pritchards and the Aaron Neesmith. I mean, can, can one of those guys be a realistic piece in the rotation for Ime? You know, we saw we, we, we saw a lot of guys leave throughout the year. I mean, do, do you see one of those? A few of these guys latching on and being a significant piece? I, I you know, Grant to me was probably the most disappointing piece that didn't perform well and maybe he didn't have enough shots enough looks he got in foul difficulty whatever it is but grant was that guy he was the glue guy he was your glue guy and never really played well in that series uh so i, I think that's one of the pieces you look at but pritchard I, I love pritchard as a player i love his attitude i love his cockiness is he ready for that he he really wasn't ready for that stage uh versus Going to stay. Um, yeah, well, he's saying he's saying he wants to play. He wants to play twenty minutes a, a, a night next season. You know, like that's a goal for him. You know, and that's that w- that would be a significant improvement. Hell, I want to make. Hell, I want to make a million dollars this year. Don't mean I'm going <laughs> to make it. I mean, because you want to do it. I mean, I think that his. Attitude, hey, you got a million. You got a million views, Max. How about that? yeah, a couple million. His, views. Yeah, couple well, million views. I take the million dollars over a million views. <laughs> and you look, at, you look at him, he is he's he has arrogance, he has that cockiness about it, but he has to be able to make shots, especially wide open. And that's what the Celtics didn't didn't happen. When you yeah. looked at that game and you look at it from the bench standpoint, Jordan Poole 
knockdown shots. Ooh, man. Big, ki- big killer shots. Yeah. So after game one, you couldn't look at their bench and going, where you at? What you doing? This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, Major League Baseball scores, and all the latest fighting news, and even next year's early NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get the bonus and to get in on the action. Bet online where the game starts. It was almost a uh, goose egg one of those nights, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. One, one night, Grant had three points. And essentially, that was it off the bench. Yeah. That was the night, actually. Yeah, it was almost is, is, Rob, yeah. is Rob Williams going to take that that next level step? Will he? That's going to be a whole nother, another story. Yeah, that in Rob's health. Mm-hmm. I think that's something yeah. that a lot of people are going to yeah. be talking about. Yeah. This offseason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But either way, you know, we got you covered. Cedric Maxwell podcast, talking Celtics offseason and whatever the heck else we want to talk about. Right, Max? We can, get, we can go off script in a big way this summer. So that should be fun. That should be fun, man. And, uh, you know, stay tuned. Who knows? Celtics don't have any picks. We, we know that. Uh, but Yeah, I, nothing in the first round. I think what they do, they have some cap room, cap, cap flexibility. and they, Trade exceptions. A lot of they, have, they essentially go down. You, you're keeping maybe one or two guys, maybe three at the maximum, that can help you on that bench. But everything else you might just have to push to the wayside uh, to, to find, you know, some of those players that, you know, you think about Golden State. They won it. And Wiseman, who is a big-time shot blocker, he yeah. didn't even play this year. This, yeah. dude didn't, this dude didn't even play. So Golden State with their culture and Steph Curry, they they they, they would be the inside track to me to, to win it again. Although the West is loaded, but – the, the way they play, and, and, and but you look at Memphis. Memphis is going to be up and coming. So there, there are a lot of teams that I look and say, the Lakers saying they're going to get there. I don't know how they get there, uh, you know, above those teams. Right. But you're still, feeling, you're still feeling pretty good about the Celtics stacking up against the Eastern Conference. I mean, I'm sure we're going to have changes and trades and, and stuff go down during the summer. Okay, but tell me, tell me what's going to here, – here's the thing I'll ask you first. What's going to happen with Kyrie? Let's pick you. Let me pick your brain. What's going to happen right now? Oh, right man. Kyrie we might have to Brooklyn. put a teaser in here for the next episode. Uh, what's going to happen to Kyrie? If I'm a betting man and I have to pick someone right now, the Knicks. That he's going to be playing with the Knicks? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Something that's tells me he's not going to be in Brooklyn, though. I don't know, Max. This thing looks fishy. Boy, Maybe I'm wrong. That's a, that's a brain teaser because he is a free agent, right, completely. No, so he's got he, a year left on his contract, but the the, the reports are, are, are that they're not looking to resign and that they could be looking to move him. So, wow. Yeah, he has one year left, so it would have to be. But you, you're unless not the gonna, Knicks, you're not unless it's something that they're, they're willing to, to risk for one year, I don't I don't know. I, I got I to gotta check out the logistics. We, we'll do, we'll do you, a next episode. You, look, you can't send him across the river, though, can you? 
I mean, if you're if you're really in a space where you're, you're saying to yourself, look, he's unpredictable. We don't know what the you know the, what the back situation is going to be like, and and he's not exactly helping us. I mean, you're willing to take that risk, but again, you, you're going to have to take a, a pretty good trade package in return. I don't think the the Nets are just going to give him away, so they're going to they're going to play hardball. I mean, the thing about it, if you're Brooklyn though, and you're the Knicks, these are all the things you talk about. But I'm always look at the pieces that you have that you can send out, that you can get a Kyrie Irving. You know, I, I mean. Look what happened with James Harden. Well, he'd be in Philly this coming year. I mean, he's going to opt into a, a contract with about $45, $50 million on it. And Embiid was really good. And so, I mean, Atlanta kind of, you know, peed the bed. And Charlotte was up and down. So it's – and I don't, I don't see Toronto being that team again, you know, stepping up. I tell you, a dark horse. Yeah, team plus Brooklyn I, has to uh, walk. That depth of push Ben Simmons onto a court, so that's not going to be easy either. So, <laughs> look, it doesn't get any easier for Brooklyn, man. Woo, I forget. <laughs> Shit is know, down in Brooklyn. Shit is about, not. It is not. Forgot, it's not I all good. About that. I forgot about that. That's, that's a whole nother issue, man. That's a whole nother bag of worms. Man, <laughs> man, I, I, you know what? It didn't even dawn on me. If you said, all I could think was Kyrie and I could think of Durant. But my mind didn't even say anything at all. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't even register. I feel like the, I feel like the guy on, um, what was that? Uh, Home Alone. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you just, that's what it looked like you did. You just like, you were so shocked. <laughs> In Simmons, right? <laughs> and then you just pictured Ben Simmons just like not in uniform. You're like, <laughs> crazy. That's the next fan crazy. base right now. <laughs> that's absolutely crazy. You know how Biggie says it's all good? It's all good, baby, baby? No, not all good in Brooklyn right now. Not all good in Brooklyn. <laughs> wait, wait, I, thought Jay, I thought you got it down. Jay-Z from Brooklyn, didn't he? Is, and he was always oh, right. The, and he stayed at the Warriors game. Mm. So, man, you're talking about guys that kind of turned their back on the Knicks. You know, the guy I'm surprised I didn't see at any of those games was actually Spike Lee. Spike Lee always goes one way or the other, but I didn't even For see real. Spike in the game. So, it was, it was just kind of um, crazy thinking about it. And, you I know, can't believe he went to the Nets game. Again, you and you and your, your, your um, ace reporting will always go down in this year with me. And then you really Hey, hey, those it. interviews were lit. What you mean, yeah. man? That one on one with Gary, man, he's fire. The, the, what that what 40? Ooh, what what kind of 40 was that? <laughs> oh. 40. <laughs> You're like, like, yeah, just the way no. just the way you were looking at him, I was like, he does not know who E40 is. <laughs> <laughs> like zero chance he knows who he's talking to right now. Oh that, man, I forgot about was, that. We didn't mention that. Then E40 hitting me off with, I'm like, yo, man, what's that? Now you doing? What's going? On? Good luck to you. You're gonna ping pong, ping pong. <laughs> and, and, and the funny thing is, white people did not understand what the hell he was saying. <laughs> I mean, our, yo, our station, on our station went oh, on man. it. Our 98.5 <laughs> went on it. A rant and saying, what were those two black guys talking about? <laughs> is this how they always talk? <laughs> and no one should look on my face like, 
huh? Who are you? <laughs> so, so no, I was, waiting, I, was, I was waiting for the producer to chime in and be like, hey, guys, I don't want not to sound like that, but I, I have more than one black friend and they don't talk like this. I've never, I've, I've never it, heard this side of it. It, it was, it was <laughs> so funny. Your guy, Arkan's there. So I'm, I'm surprised he didn't, he didn't come to your rescue and, you know, just he he loves himself from Joe. Well, yeah, I mentioned you. I mentioned the Gary story before we had the 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 first the first interaction on video. So <laughs> so that was a precursor, I guess, to what 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 was a whole another thing I didn't see coming with Draymond and that whole thing in it, man. That was that was wild. I forgot about E forty. No, E forty. The whole interaction was funny, and I love that. But man. I wanted the the father son interview. And he just he crushed that. Like he had like he just destroyed that possibility because you know little Gary Payton is like wait what's going on here versus E forty. You know I love how Gary introduced you to him. You guys are saying, hey nice to meet you and then E forty just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and then I think that threw off <laughs> Gary Payton the second was just like All right, I'm gonna just let these guys get acquainted with one another. I'm gonna get out of it. I'm like no I want you back. I want the interview with all, all three of you guys at least. You know me the father son and. and with, with Max to start things off would have been perfect, but couldn't get it. You know, it didn't work, but you know what? we Unpredictable. It was, it was, it was a great season. It was a great, it was a great oh, season for us with the Cedric Maxwell podcast. Absolutely. And we want you guys to mash that button and subscribe uh, because the content we, we try to give you is, as we say, what, what are we trying to do? Yeah, we try to keep it on a hundred. Keep it on a hundred here. What, what, what <laughs> we do? We keep it on the hundred all the time. So anything That's what you, we do here. Anything questions and anything you'd like for us to talk about about basketball or anything in particular, you know, we we we're we're, we're kind of versed with that. But uh, we'd love for you to subscribe, and you make us stronger uh, by hitting that like button and and, and uh, subscribing to us. Absolutely. And for the uh, new listeners, welcome. We did get quite a boost with all this uh, you and Draymond and Gary Payne stuff, man. <laughs> but we, we haven't, uh, because of the traveling the back and forth, obviously, one crazy series. Uh, we, we um, it, it was about a week or so, a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks since we had our last episode, but we're back. We appreciate the support, guys. And, of course, like Max said, subscribe. Like and subscribe. Uh, it really helps us out, guys.